Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah Waka of the Sisters Enchanted, and today we are chatting with Natasha Dogney as she explains to us how she helps women find their way back to themselves again. Natasha is full of magic and light and love and is based in Australia. So if you are one of our Southern Hemisphere Australian sisters, be sure to check her out and listen in and enjoy this chat. Hey, Natasha. Hey. (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Good to hear. Um, everybody listening in to the Magic on the Inside podcast or catching this on YouTube, I am chatting with Natasha Dorbney, Dorbney, who I keep butchering her last name, so I apologize, um, of Barefoot and Nourished. Natasha is one of our enchanted sisters who's doing her own awesome thing, her own, her own community, her own business, where she supports women in coming home to themselves, which I think sounds so cozy and amazing and totally needed right now. Um, so Natasha, welcome here. And why don't you start us off by telling us kind of the, the overview of you, who are you, where are you and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, I am a Kiwi. So I mean, I'm from New Zealand, um, but I'm living in Australia at the moment and have been for the past, I think like eight years. Um, I'm a mum of three. So I've got two of them still asleep at the moment and I'm hoping they stay that way. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm trying to do my passion in business as well. So like juggling all these balls, my hus- husband works way too. So it's really busy around here. And all I have to say is thank goddess for magic because it keeps me like kind of grounded and yeah, able to keep up. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love just, um, if, for the people that are watching this on YouTube, you can see Natasha and she, you totally look like grounded and laid back and chill. And people that are listening to this, <laughs> she's got her crystals in her hand. Uh, people that are listening, I'm sure they can hear that in your voice. Uh, it's New Zealand. I told my daughter that I really want to go there one day. So she always flips the globe over and she's like, all the way down here, mama, that's where you want to go. And I'm like, yes, all the way down there. So <laughs> um, very, very cool. Uh, So Natasha, we are talking everyday witches making everyday magic. And I know that you do all sorts of awesome seasonal stuff and ritual stuff and women's circle work and like your own sort of ceremony and things like that. So can you tell me what does everyday magic mean to you? Um, Probably the real heart of everyday magic is being connected to the world around us. For me, that's the biggest part. I know that when I'm working with Mama Earth, when I'm getting outside and being connected with nature and knowing sort of what rhythms we're flowing through and what it's like in my environment, um, it just makes me, like, I guess when we're talking energy work, like, it connects me to all that energy. And for me, that's what magic is, is being connected to the energy that's all around me. So that's really at the heart of it is that nature connection and whenever I'm like 
oh, I'm not being very magical, I go. But I'm gardening and I'm touching the earth and I'm walking barefoot and I'm looking at the moon. Like all of that is magical. Very true. Um, is there, what brought you to sort of discovering magic or living in this magical place? Like, have you, has life always been this way for you? Or was there a time when you were like, oh yeah, I was definitely sort of in a mundane, like we like to call muggle, <laughs> muggle sort of life. Was there a moment where you shifted or has this always sort of been there for you? I was really lucky that growing up, my mom has always loved her crystals. And I remember when I was, oh, how old would I be? I think sort of like 10 years old, she was doing a tarot course as well. So she was learning to read cards herself. Um, that's what caused her and my dad's separation, but that's <laughs> all good. <laughs> I remember she bought me a divination kit and it had like some runestones and some, um, the major arcana and like this booklet and the I Ching and stuff. And I had to hide it under my bed because I like, don't tell dad that you have this. Um, so I was introduced to that a lot early and like her and my nana and my aunts and everything, like they've always gone to um, mediums and clairvoyants and stuff. So I was quite open to that um, from a really young age. Um, and it would have been when I really started looking at magic, I think would have been around about 13 and I got, um, there was a few friends at school and we all kind of like, one of them, her mum had like silver Ravenwolf books and stuff like that. And she'd bring them in and we'd sit in the library and go through it all. Um, and then like there was, back then there wasn't really a lot of stuff on the internet. So you had to go and get the magazines from the store or yeah. actually some of like our Women's Day kind of magazines had like these little sections in them with like, um, I think it was like Deborah Gray or something like that. She's a well-known Australian, which like would have a little column in there and there'd be spells and stuff. <laughs> and I got a spell out of one of them, which I did when I was about 14. And that would have been my first spell. And it was awesome. Loved it. And I got a job like two days later. It was a money spell. And two days later, I was on holiday and I got a phone call from mum saying, oh, such and such wants to know if you want a job. She's like, Yes. <laughs> you're like sold it's real <laughs> yeah yeah best experience yeah. and then I got the um the team witch book by Silver Ravenwolf after that um and that's sort of what opened me up to what it was all about yeah I've had my ebbs and flows um when I got my first boyfriends and things like that you kind of stopped talking about it a little bit and kind of fell away but uh, when I moved to Australia like all my crystals and stuff always kept them they've always still been there um i started like doing putting my crystals out more often in the moon when we were in australia and sitting outside to meditate and stuff during the full moon yeah found the sisters enchanted and that kind of went oh all this stuff i've forgotten about like put it all back uh, i love that yeah that's totally what i love to hear from people and they're like oh i was so into this and like it was my thing and then I wasn't for some reason and now it's back and I'm making it my life and you are bringing it to other people around you and online and stuff. so I think that's really awesome like sprinkling your own magic around the world and helping to spread the wave <laughs> which is really really cool um, so in all of your your sort of magical things that you've done uh, you did just share that 
um, little spell you got out of the magazine and that definitely being a magical moment. Is there another time where like maybe, um, you know, like your second coming into witchery where there was a magical moment for you and you were like, this is just, this is it, this is it. And it's, it's not going by the wayside again. Um, maybe in just looking at the moon or doing a spell or like whatever it is you're doing this. Can you think of a time where you're like, yep, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I think it was when I finally found my tarot deck. Um, I'd known, like I'd been, I've been to a, um, this one clairvoyant I'd been to a couple of times. And um, when I was with my ex, it was like a January, beginning of January. So right at the start of the year, I was like, I'm going to go and see this lady. And she was like, oh, there's this little girl waiting to come in. Um, and then me and my ex broke up like two weeks later and we'd been together for years and then I was kind of like oh okay well how's that gonna happen and um now I'm going into like my love story with my <laughs> husband <laughs> but I was like all right okay I'm gonna go see my sister she was living in New York at the time as an au pair and so I did this one month trip to um Hawaii and New York and LA and then back to Australia and I met my husband in Hawaii and we were staying in the same hostel and we had a one night stand. And by the end of my month coming home, um, I found out I was pregnant. And I was due about, I think, maybe one day to the date of that reading I'd had. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And that's so, a good yeah, story. So, she, so, and I didn't really click, I think, until I actually had her and I went back for another reading and then I, and I had pulled out my notes um from it and went ah this is how it was meant to happen um and we weren't together or anything but we are now um everything kind of fell into place even though we lived in different countries um but yeah like i think that was another big moment but going back to the tarot deck she had always she'd said you need to get a set of cards you need to get cards and like it was coming to the sisters enchanted that kept kind of making me go I really need to get that set of cards. And I was at a crystal shop with my mum and they had this shelf full of decks of cards and I was just pulling them off. And then there was this one I pulled off and it was like $80. I was like, oh, it's a lot for a deck of cards. And I sort of put it back and I'd like pull it back out and look at it again. And, and I, I couldn't walk out without it. So I did. And just learning to read them and go, this is why I needed these cards this is why I'm meant to have these tools and yeah, like that, that connection for me. I love it. And also I want to come visit you and hang out with you. <laughs> it's totally weird. <laughs> I'm going to come to your house and just stare at you and be like, you're awesome. <laughs> um, do, you, uh, do you mind sharing what deck of cards that is that you chose? Um, I chose the Druid Craft Tarot. Okay. And they're very, um, like very nature based, mm -hmm. which works for me. And because I really don't like the Rider Waite yeah. sort of coloring in pictures. That was why I'd put off getting a deck so long. I thought that was all there was. Yeah. Um, and then Sisters Enchanted showed me that was like hundreds of decks available. Yeah. Um, um, Anna yeah. will really uh, pull someone down into their, into yeah. a budget deficit. <laughs> I'm showing cards off. I know. I think I've got like five decks now. <laughs> yeah, like, what am I to, doing? Like not pay attention to Anna when she talks about cards. Um, <laughs> you don't want to spend any money. Um, 
So, so you're, you're a mom of three. Do you incorporate your, your kids at all into all this magical goodness? Yep. Yep. As much as I can. Like my, my eldest is just turned nine the other day and sometimes she was like, I was like, Oh, do you want to come and do some magic with me? And she's like, no, no. I want to sit on the couch and watch TV or watch YouTube. Um, And it was Ostara. And we were out and I was like, I'm going to do it, you know, do a little bit of an Ostara celebration. And because I called it a celebration, she's like, I want to do it with you. And I was like, okay, well, we'll make honey cakes and we'll paint eggs and things like that. So um, we did that and we did little spell bottles together. And that was the first time she'd like fully joined me and doing something and um well in like some magic like totally magic based um and that was really fun and since then she's loved like she'll she'll come stand at my door and she'll watch me if i'm doing like any ritual or anything like that and or meditation she'll just stand there and watch me can i do that with you sometime um which has been really cool seeing that shift um and they love doing like burning rituals because it's like fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. i get that <laughs> yeah. i'm the um, same way <laughs> their favorites is probably like the meditation stuff because it's really tangible for them so we'll yeah. do like singing bowls so they le- learn to play the singing bowls and she loves chanting and she'll do like 108 chants on a mala and I'm like, oh, we only have time for 20 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I would totally be, my daughter's only four, but I would be so afraid to like get her started on that because she would be obsessive and be like, no, mom, we need to finish all of them. I'd be like, this yeah. is taking way too long. <laughs> no one has time for this right now. <laughs> but that's awesome that you're involving them and in all of this stuff. Um, all this magical, this stuff, like it's just stuff, all this magical goodness, bringing it, bringing it to the younger generation too. Was there ever, is there ever a, do you have a story or a memory or a time when something was like totally a magical oopsie or where maybe you accidentally manifested something that you didn't really want to manifest or like, I don't know, caught something in fire. <laughs> People love to hear the oopsie stories. So was, do you have a magical oops moment? Um, it's probably like, I'm looking down at my floor, there's like singe marks <laughs> and, and candle wax. I was doing a, um, I was doing a cacao ceremony online. Oh, I think it was about a week or two ago and I had this candle sitting. I have this little um, like slab of amethyst that I put my candles onto yeah and it's like watching it burn down and all of a sudden the wax is like pouring off onto my carpet and I'm like I'm partway through the ceremony <laughs> I can't like what save the carpet <laughs> and it's it was beeswax so it's like sticky it doesn't yeah. just like dry on top as soon as it hits this cold surface so it's like in the carpet I yeah. don't know how I'm gonna get it out but it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. Somebody once um, mailed me a candle holder. Like they, they looked me up and found my address and mailed me a little chime candle holder because I was always lighting candles without like, cause I'll just like do stuff, you know? And, and I'm like, Oh, I don't have my, I'm not prepared. So I would just like balance a candle in the background or something. And she was like, you're going to catch your house on fire. And you make me so nervous. And she actually mailed me a chime candle holder. And I was like, that's so nice of you. <laughs> Oh, that totally reminds me as a teen and I had 
my altar set up in my bedroom and I used cardboard boxes to make it like the right height and I just put the sarong over it and I didn't have a candle holder. So I used like this plastic jar lid that I used to set my candles in and I left one burning when I went to sleep one night and of course it set the plastic jar lid on fire and I woke up and like saw this light out the corner of my eye. It was like it had started to catch the sarong on top on fire. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah yeah. candles I think are probably yeah yeah I was totally I was joking with somebody recently that like um you know as more people come to magic and witchery or like ritual or whatever and we're using candles and all that good stuff that it's going to become a thing like on homeowners insurance where they're going to be like if you're a witch there's an extra rider for that (laughs) you're going to (laughs) be so totally a thing um so I, so what is your favorite way to make everyday magic in your life? I know you talked about getting outside and um, being in nature, but like, what are some of the things you do, you know, pretty much every day or you try to do regularly anyway to make some everyday magic? Yeah. Um, Probably like I try and make really regular things magical or have intention. So for me, it's all about just bringing more intention in because when we've got that intention, things are going to flow in. Um, so like whenever we go to a car park and the kids do it now too, which is really funny. It's like, okay, right kids, send it out. We're going to find a car park with these today. <laughs> and I think there's only once that it was actually, it was like two weeks ago and we were not finding a car park with these. And in the end I go, all right, I give up. I surrender. And I stopped and I said, I'm going to, stay in the spot I'm not driving anywhere anymore I'd driven out around for like half an hour and literally within a minute someone was leaving just up from me but usually like we call in this car park and like instantly within within like two sort of laps or something of a couple of things we're finding a car park so that's one of them and I know every time I've stressed in the past we never find a car park so that was a big one um, to start calling in because no one likes sitting in the car for that long finding a car park. Um, but like little everyday things are things like when I make my drinks, I always try and make my drinks with intention and will um, just sort of say something over them as I'm maybe putting in, like I love putting cinnamon and nutmeg into my coffee and, and things like that. So, you know, just calling in the abundance and calling in intuition and clarity and stuff. And yeah. Just really simple stuff. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be, I don't do a load of ritual because I'm like, I do all these little things. And for me, that's more important that I'm just consistently just being connected. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so true. I think there's so many people I know that I come across just in our community that they, um, they feel like they're doing something wrong or that there's some, I don't know. I think like we look at what did, I've seen this, this meme going around that says, witchery is the religion of tchotchkes so like of just stuff you know because we have like all the stuff (laughs) the crystals and like the singing bowls and the beads and the everything and um and I think people look at it and they're like well I'm I can't be magical because I'm not doing all this stuff or I don't have like I'm not using these tools or I don't know how to use them but we look at like mainstream religion and you know, people aren't always, like Catholics aren't always walking around with their rosary beads all day long, you know, like eating the wafers constantly. It's just having the faith in like knowing your magic. And I think that that's so important just 
making little bits of everyday magic and knowing that there's magic in every moment. Cause like you're a busy mom of three who's building a business and holding down the four. So while your partner is away, like <laughs> there's not always time to dance under the moon. <laughs> no, no, there is not. And I tell you that magical coffee makes great business. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Keep it simple sister. Very true. Very true. All right. So we do this little thing where we do uh, this or that so we can get to know you better and see inside of your soul. So are you ready to participate? Yep. You're on yep. the spot. Don't answer. Don't answer incorrectly. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Fall or spring? Spring. Sweet or savory? Savory. Oh. Um, pens or pencils? Oh, gel pens. <laughs> Very specific. I love to see which ones stop people on their tracks and they're like, I can't answer that question. <laughs> um, that's a good answer though, gel pens. Um, books or movies? Books, definitely books. Day or night? Oh, this one's hard. I'm going to go with day. Yeah. I think I thought you would. I thought you would go with day because you picked spring and that's very like awake and alive. And yeah, I like this one. I figured that's what I thought you were going to pick. Um, fire or water? Oh, these are my like two elements. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'm really fiery. So I'm going to go with fire today. Tomorrow I'll probably say water. <laughs> Um, fresh water or salt water? Speaking of water. Fresh water. Um, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> and the last one, we're going back to the elements, earth or air? Earth. Earth. I figured you'd choose that one too. I like it. Good choices. I support your choices. <laughs> I fully support them. There are no wrong answers. <laughs> yeah, there's no wrong answers. Only your soul's choosing. Um, <laughs> so, so since you help women come home to themselves and you make everyday magic in your life um, all the time and do so many cool things, um, down there in the Southern hemisphere. Do you have any advice for anybody who's listening to this and maybe is just feeling a little less than magical today or could really just use a little bit of a, an enchanted pick me up any advice for that person listening in terms of magic or coming home to themselves or, you know, whatever comes to mind for you. Yeah. Uh, um, go outside, plant your feet on the earth, lay down on it if you need to and just close your eyes and listen to what's around you. I think when we're like all struggling to figure out who we are, where we are, finding stillness and stopping is like one of the most powerful things we can do just to stop and be still and connect. Yeah. I love that. I, lo I really love that. We were, um, talking today in one of the classes about intentions or whatever. And I'm not one to stop and be still like ever. And, <laughs> and that was what I, I was like, I think I'm going to go with slow, tr like try to do that because I'm not good at it. So I love that you're giving that advice because I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with myself included to just friggin' stop 
and pause. Yeah. And, uh, we like to be busy being busy. Yes, this is very true. It's like a, I feel like it's, it's like almost like an addiction, you know, like you just can't, I know my, when I find myself with time on my hands, I'm like, what can I do? What, what needs to be done? There's something, there's always something. Yeah. <laughs> lay can, the earth. Don't lay on the earth. That's what needs to be done. <laughs> yeah. I love that. You should make that like a, I don't know. You got to come up with a slogan for that and make it a, some kind of sticker or t-shirt or something yeah. like, I don't know. You got to work on that because <laughs> there's something there. Like trying to be busy. <laughs> I have something for you to do. Go sit on the earth. That's going to fill your time and uh, bring some magic to your life also. I don't know. Sit with that, Natasha, because you got something there. Gold for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so I mentioned before, Natasha, you can find her online at Barefoot and Nourished. Natasha, do you have anything um, – in particular that you want people to look out for? I know you've got your Facebook group uh, and your page, anything you want to tell people about to come and, and check out in your group or when your new website comes out, um, any, anything they should look out for over there? Yeah, totally. Um, I have just teamed up with Sistership Circle and we are doing a 100 Sisters um, The Gathering. And that's where we are creating circles all around the world for women to um, come and sit and be held. And it's called Unveiling Her Vision. And it's all about helping us to release 2018 and create our visions for 2019 while we reconnect with ourselves. And I've got two circles coming up. Um, one is in Melbourne. So if there's anyone listening from Melbourne, you can find that one um, on my Facebook page and in my group. And also I'm doing one online as well. So anyone wanting to come and join us from anywhere in the world um, can do that online with us. And they are the 19th and 20th of January. Very cool. Thanks for so sharing I'm really that. excited about them. Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds really nourishing. It's, so, it's just like you do barefoot and nourished. It sounds very nourishing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, awesome. So check out Natasha guys at Barefoot and Nourished. Um, Natasha, thank you so much for hanging with me for this little chat for our magic on the inside podcast. And you guys, Natasha is in a couple of our different Facebook groups. So you can always look out for her to say hello. Um, we only have a handful of people from in Australia in the community. So um, if you find Natasha talking Southern Hemisphere ritual or seasons, you know that's her. Um, <laughs> and uh, you'll be able to spot her. So thank you again for hanging with us. Thanks for having me. It's been yeah. fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll see you around the internet and I hope you have a great rest of your day, Natasha. You too. Right. Bye. See ya. Thanks again, Natasha, for hanging with us today. I'm Sarah, head magic maker at the Sisters Enchanted, where it's our mission to make magic mainstream. And we look forward to hanging with you in our Facebook group. Search us out, the Sisters Enchanted, on YouTube, Instagram, wherever you hang out. Enjoy the rest of your day. Make it an enchanted one.